What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Glock Night Show. Hope you guys have enjoying the podcast. We're but we're over twenty episodes in. Uh, I mean, we launched we we only launched this thing like in February, and we're already twenty episodes in. That's freaking awesome. I'm glad you guys are enjoying it. Thank you guys for the for the shares on social media. I see you guys sharing it on Facebook and Twitter and stuff like that. It brings a lot of new listeners, and I really appreciate it. But the main thing I do appreciate, please DM me. Uh, any suggestions, any topics, and stuff like that, because I have the show, you know, pre-recorded uh, a couple weeks in advance. That way, if anything happens, you know, now that the new baby's here and stuff like that, I have more time to record a record podcast. But I want to make sure you guys are hearing about topics that you guys want to hear about. Easy for me to go rant out there and just go any mini money mo and pick a topic. There's so many things we can talk about, but I want to make sure you guys hear things that you want to hear about. With that being said, I want to, you know, go back to one of the, you know, earlier episodes where I talked about streaming and where I am with streaming. Um, I haven't streamed in like seven days. <laughs> and I must say, it's been like really relaxing, kind of refreshing. Um, gotta be careful the way I word things. A lot of you guys are giving me feedback. Uh, a, a, most common free feedback I got from you guys is... Like just telling me to take a break and then come back with the schedule because going without a schedule is going to have a lot of negativity on chat interaction, this and that. Let me just say, <laughs> we're already having a negative feeling towards streaming because of interaction, okay? We get more interaction on this podcast than I do on my live streams, whether it's restream to Twitch, Facebook, all that stuff. Um, I, don't, I, I really can't speak for what it is. I don't know if it's something that I'm doing. Because I talk the same here, the same way on here as I do on my live streams. Uh, it could be the lack of games. You know, everyone's playing the same game. You know, I'm playing a lot of Warzone again and stuff like that. So it could be because of what we're playing. It could be because we're not truly grinding a game. We're not actually trying to rank up in a game, push, um, you know, you know, certain kills, death ratios, certain rank and stuff like that. You know, so I, I mean, I can't really speak for what it is. I mean, I know my my passion for video games is still there. I still love playing video games. I've been playing a lot of Warzone at night, and I'm actually having a lot of fun with Warzone, man. I really am. Uh, the the meta right now is not too bad. The new map is kind of annoying. It's not really new. It's just like in the past. So again, lazy development, not a new map, just a redressed one, you know. But we uh. We're doing good mentally. I mean, I, I know I, one of the things I always talk about is moving in silence and making moves behind the scenes and not always announcing it to everybody. Well, when it comes to what I'm doing, I've slowly told people what we're doing. When I'm talking about moving to Texas or I'm talking about, you know, you know, um, uh, Hype Crowd TV, you know, I've even gone out there and given you guys an opportunity to invest in a cryptocurrency coming out soon. And it's one of those things where when I go out there and endorse something or if I go out there and announce something, it's not a feeler announcement. It is something I wholeheartedly believe in. It is something that I, I will put my trust in and my things I've never endorse anything or push anything to my community that I don't believe in. So, but my favorite thing is I've talked about this multiple times 
is when people are sitting there and I tell them about the job opportunity in Texas and you know, I don't really really, I'm not going to release the details of it, like the salary and benefits and stuff like that. But like, as soon as you tell somebody it's instantly not true, right? They don't believe it. Right. And then I've, I went out there and I've talked about hype crowd TV and the negativity has come from that. Right. Oh, you know, first of all, you don't, you, you know, people didn't even listen to the podcast. They think we're trying to start like another Twitch or mixer and stuff like that. It's not it. You know, if you listen to the podcast, you know, we have episode 14, I think 18, whatever it is with, um, Brian, it, you know, some of the feedback instantly was like negative. Like you can't do that. There's no way you're gonna be able to do it. Microsoft can do it. That's not what we're doing. We're doing a whole separate thing. So when it comes to, you know, things that I say that I'm going to do or things that I have coming up, I love the negativity. I love the people that don't believe. Like, you know, I put on my Facebook about, you know, exclamation point XUSD uh, or XUSDP, the new cryptocurrency coming out. And, you know, I'm, I'm going to leave it at this. I, I stopped talking about it. Um, you know, I, I, I didn't really stop talking about it. It's just one of those things where I said, hey, this is what it costs right now. And, you know, when this thing goes live it's gonna be big right well then you got the people that are going out there trying to be like you know private investors i'm not talking crap I'm, I'm not talking crap i appreciate the people that came i came out and uh you know went and looked into it and it's one of those things where the thing is not on the on the market yet so there's no, there's little to no information on it but i know what's going on i understand what's going on i am a part of these conversations so when that thing does go live and people miss their opportunity. It's one of the times that I can just sit back and be like, well, I told you so. I have never steered you guys wrong before. You know? Uh, so, it is what it is, man. But when it comes to the job and the moving and this and that, like, the thing that's been getting me when people find out, and I don't really, like I said, I don't release, I'm not going to talk about it on the show about the salary and this and that, but like, the common thing is, well, why you? What's so special about you? Like, wow. Wow. I forgot I'm such a piece of crap that good things can't happen to me. It's very motivating for me. You know, I can't wait for it to come true. I can't wait for everything to, you know, play out. Like I said, I've been involved in a lot of stuff going on that I can't talk about. You know, there's there's things that I know that you guys will, will never know about because I can't talk about it that show that it's real and I understand the spec I understand the speculation but when it comes to the whole what's so special about you thing it's it's completely motivating for that when the day comes I can say well I told you so so I just want to get that out there you know so I know we're kind of taking away from uh the topic at hand today I mean I, there's not much I can say about the topic today because uh it's we're going to talk about the state of call of duty and that's what some of you guys want to hear about, especially when I was talking about Warzone. But no, with the things moving forward, I'm very excited. Um, it's not, I mean, in all honesty, I'm not even scared. I'm not even worried. I, I honestly have full on faith. Everything's going to work out. But again, I appreciate, I appreciate everybody's feedback on the stream schedule. I do appreciate that. Um, I, I, again, I, I get what everyone's trying to say about the schedule. 
I just, I can't commit to one. I don't know what my timing is going to be like right now. I mean, once everything pans out with the whole Texas thing, then maybe if we're down there, we can think of a new schedule and find out what my work schedule is going to be like, how it is and how busy I am. But right now it's just going to be up in the air, man. I don't know when we're going to be able to stream. I don't know. I mean, I could have streamed all week. You know, the whole first week I was, I've been off. I just chose to sit back and play with the homies, you know, play with DJ and Brian and, you know, some of my other friends and Warzone and, you know, Rocket League and World of Warcraft, just kind of chill, lights off, just hanging out. But, you know, probably the next week or so, I'm going to start going live again. We'll see what happens. But if we have no interaction, it is what it is. That's where I stand with streaming right now. I love streaming. I love hanging out with you guys. I love the hype behind gifted subs and charity donations and stars and bits and stuff like that. But I mean, the whole thing for me is interaction. If, if I'm not able to entertain people and I'm not able to get people to my streams, it, it kind of kills the motivation to keep doing it. And I'm not saying I'm quitting. It's just when, when I spent four or five years, four to five years streaming seven days a week. And I always tried making a schedule and I would take days off. I would always stream on those days off. Like I was, you know, and then now I stuck to a schedule where everyone's like, oh, yeah, if you if you only stream like four days a week, people will actually miss you and come see you more. Well, actually, as soon as I put a schedule in, it was the exact opposite. No one really came around because they found something else to watch. So, like, initially putting a stream schedule kind of hurt me. Moving platforms obviously hurts, you know. And then I go to, you know, again, I would say, quote, unquote, call people's bluff. Oh, well, if you weren't on Facebook, I'd watch you. Well, here I am on Twitch, YouTube, pick, you know, pick your poison. And then you still don't show up. So it's it's just one of those things. I mean, you can, you can say I'm talking crap about people that say stuff like that, but that's just the reality of it. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it is just the reality of what's going on. I'm not, and I get it. Maybe you're busy. Maybe you're watching somebody else, whatever. But it's like, you know, when I get these comments on Instagram, when I post a clip, I'm like, oh man, I wish you weren't on Facebook. Well, I'm, I've been on Twitch for like the last three weeks. So when I announced it, where you at? It is what it is, man. But anyways, the state of Call of Duty. This can't. This is not going to be a very long episode. I mean, I probably talked about the other subject probably longer than I'll talk about this one. The state of Call of Duty is very scary. I mean, oof, man, I'm gonna tell you one thing. I am tired of these fake map changes. So when they said, oh, brand new map coming, blah, 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 and it's Rebirth Island. Bro, this is from Black Ops 4. This is from Blackout. This is the, the small map on Blackout. Like, that's, you literally just took a, took a map from, from an older game and put in this one and called it a new map. That is lazy development, in my opinion. Very lazy development. And then you're talking about, I mean, you can easily get into the hackers, right? The hackers, 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 you know. No full-on anti-cheat. Uh, free to play game. Everyone that knows free to play games, this is why Counter Strike started going down really, really bad when it became free to play rather than ten dollars per account. If it's if you're hacking, you're you're doing it to be a dick. Okay, you're being a dick, right? And um, there's no you're not trying to really rank up this and that. If you get banned, so what? It's free to play. But when it was ten dollars, it was very it was it was people were a lot more sneaky with their cheats, right? They wouldn't turn the aimbot on. They would just turn the walls on so you knew where somebody was, right? I mean, when you have a free-to-play game like Warzone, and especially when they're barely banning anybody, like, so from what I've read, this is this is from what I've read, so don't sit there and say this is wrong, but from what I've read from multiple people from what different companies is, their anti-cheat 
is not like actually discovering third party programs and and banning them for malware or anything like that. It's their KD. If you've had a KD in a game, if you've gotten like so I forgot what the world record is right now for like solo squads, right? It, and I was reading if it's basically like 15 kills above the world record that's like actually proven, your account gets banned and you can dispute it. But it's like so let's say, let's just say for example the the highest kill for solo squads is like 65, right? If you have like 80 plus kills, which is number one, like half the lobby, you're 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 automatically banned. In what way? If even if that's only the one game you did it in, it's so outlandish that you got that many kills. There's no way. So and that's what I was reading about was this is how they do their banning. It's not by detecting you know malware or any kind of any kind of cheating software. It's going by your KD and how insane your KD is and how, how consistent like your wins are and stuff like that. Like if you have a hundred percent win rate with like an average, like 40 kills a game. Yeah. You're getting banned. That's not really an anti cheat. That's not really, I mean, and then as soon as you get banned, you just go make a new account. It's that easy. It's that simple. I mean, Blizzard can, can even step in and make you verify your account, which I think a lot of people should do like how steam does it. Where you have to like have a mobile confirmation and all the other stuff. Blizzard can do the same thing and make it to where like, hey, this this mobile phone was registered with this account, so you can't make another account with this phone number. So you you know, go grab your mom's phone. But the, yeah, the hackers is going to be the biggest issue. The hackers is always going to be the biggest issue. Uh, but I haven't ran into a lot of hackers lately. I will admit that. I personally have not ran into some a lot of hackers. It's it happens time and time again where like you'll get somebody that I believe one hundred percent has walls. I mean, I've been playing Counter Strike so long that like I can tell like it's it's very hard for somebody with walls to not pre aim at you through the wall. With this, so like for example, I'll have dead silence on right, and so you cannot hear me. And when you see the kill cam, he's already tracing you through the wall. And then you come around the corner and he's already firing because he knows you're coming. But he couldn't hear you. There's no intel. You have ghost on, so there's nothing on the UAV. You have dead silence, so he can't hear you. But yet he knows you're there. That's walls. 100% walls. Now, aimbot's a little different. Um, aimbot is like if, you're, if, if your reticle is stuck to their chest or their head, usually they put it to... Okay. Usually aimbotters put their aim to your chest because it's a bigger area to hit rather than your head, right? So usually if someone snaps onto your chest, like snaps, like you see you see the, the reticle just like snap right to you as soon as you're on the screen, that's an aimbot. Now as soon as you're down and it snaps to somebody else real quick and it just stops and there's no like you know how you, you go to aim at somebody and you go over and have to correct yourself and come back. No, that's that's an aimbot. I mean Aim assist is pretty strong. So the way aim assist is, let me explain the difference between aim assist and aimbot. Aimbot is snapping and locking on the on a, a person. Aim assist is as soon as your reticle or your like um, iron sights get close to somebody, it's automatically going to assist you in going to their chest or their head, right? And then as you're firing, it's going to assist you by holding your aim there. So like on a mouse, when you start firing a, a fully automatic weapon, you have to pull down on your mouse and adjust the recoil. 
it's not the same on controller like it's very little adjusting and that's why a lot of us pc players complain about aim, aim, aim assist now this is a conversation we had the other night um about controller players like zine laner zine laner with or without aim assist is an absolute beast you can be an absolute insane in, insane controller player but having that that aim assist is honestly just op in my opinion and I, that's why i will i always complain about it i mean i started playing warzone on controller you guys saw i was wiping people with control i'm not a controller player i've been playing caught on controllers since modern warfare 3 i think actually no 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 i played no 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 i played advanced warfare on there i think it was advanced warfare or uh whatever that stupid space one was that thing was stupid i hated that game at all, all the call of duties but but no yeah so we we ended up uh playing warzone on controller for a while now i'm not a very good sniper with uh controller versus having it on a mouse but i mean it does help you if someone's like running i mean someone called it out in chat one time that my my aim was actually behind the dude and it readjusted for me as i was firing and i actually hit, hit the dude in the head i mean if people people who play controller get all sensitive and this and that i get it i understand it's annoying to hear about but i will say because there are a lot of controller players that need that help. Z-Laner does not need that help. Okay. There's a lot of good controller players out there that don't need that extra aim assist help. Now, you know, on mouse and keyboard, I will always talk about the advantages of movement. And if you guys see, I, I, I personally, and I'm not trying to beat my own chest or anything. I think I have pretty good movement in Call of Duty with the sliding and whipping around real fast and stuff like that. But when you're going against somebody that is playing with their sensitivity at 20 on their controller, they can not they can whip around pretty fast. And all it takes is for their reticle to be really close to you to whip around and lock, not really lock onto you, but like assist them in locking onto you. You know what I'm saying? So Call of Duty, in my opinion, has always been meant to play on controller. Call of Duty is meant to be controller only. And then they, they put it on PC. That's why Warzone's been out for an entire year and it's still not optimized for PC. It's meant for console. People don't realize that the way it's played is meant for console. So, but I mean, I, I've been trying not to complain with the aim assist as much, uh, even after playing on a controller and I was absolutely wiping people with my Mac 10. But anywho, I went on a freaking rant right there. I'm getting back to the state of call of duty. So you got the hackers, right? So you got hackers, you got lazy development, but the metas, the metas in Call of Duty right now, I will say right now, they already announced they're going to, at this time of the podcast, they announced that they're going to nerf the Bullfrog, which I have been a huge fan of. I went into Cold War and played Cold War for like six hours, which number one, I've been really enjoying Call of Duty multiplayer again. I have really been enjoying Cold War again. It's a lot of fun, man. Uh, but I uh, I was leveling up my Farah and my Bullfrog, and the Bullfrog slaps, but it's not OP in my opinion. It, it's all around good. It's good for medium medium range to short range, but you can also fry somebody from long range if you have good recoil or good uh, recoil control. So when it comes to these, uh, yeah, the A Max is getting nerfed, which is pretty. I mean, I, I would say the A Max is pretty OP at long range, but not not too bad. Right now, they're in a good spot right now with guns. There's no, like, insane freaking loadouts. Like, the DMR was insane. Two-tap, done. You know, the doof-doof, the, you know, the, the fire shotgun was insanely stupid. That, game, that, was, that was in the game for, like, months. 
the aug was the i would say the aug was probably the worst for me i mean i actually uninstalled the game i was so mad the aug meta was absolutely just nuts especially if you're a controller player and just from long range just you know so the meta right now is pretty good i ain't gonna complain about the meta i actually enjoy it it's, the the meta with cod should realistically be make every weapon viable that way people can just make their weapons to where they're comfortable and stop making these super stupid op guns and then letting these big time streamers show you all this broken stuff right and that's what i mean that's my favorite thing these these, these streamers complain about this stuff but then they're using it and then they're showing people how to use it that way you know what I'm saying? Like, these guys are like, oh, this, this build is so stupid and OP. But hey, guys, go watch my YouTube video. I show you guys how to make this gun. Like, what? But here's the thing. Why are the devs not looking at these videos and be like, yo, you're right. That thing is broken. There's no recoil. You can kill somebody from, like, 400 meters away. And, you know. But no, it stays in the game. Like, why is it every... The stim glitch keeps coming back. If you don't know what the stim glitch is, you have a stim shot that will heal you if you have low health. And you can just stay in the storm and stim glitch stim, you know keep hitting yourself with stim shots and heal yourself you can be 500 meters out in the storm and then just keep stimming and it's so stupid and imagine playing the entire game getting down to the final 10 people and then you have like six people just glitching in the storm and waiting for you to die or waiting for each other to die it's so stupid man it is by far the dumbest glitch in the game and it keeps coming back it keeps coming back it keeps coming back like, how do you fix a bug and then it comes back again? So, I will say, you know, it, Warzone right now is in a fun state. I'm not really running into many hackers. I'm not running into too many glitches. I'm not running into... I'm not running into too many issues right now, I will say. Ever since Season 3 dropped, I'm enjoying myself, but I'm really enjoying multiplayer again grinding multiplayer going for that prestige um i'm having a lot of fun i will absolutely admit that but the state of call of duty warzone needs a new map i don't know how long we're gonna be playing this re you know in the past map we need a new map we need some freshness not rebirth island we need some fresh maps for warzone or a fresh map for warzone now with that being said multiplayer the state of multiplayer multiplayer needs a little bit of work in my opinion uh the maps actually i will say the new maps i haven't played yet in cold war i just played like this week are a lot of fun i mean a lot of fun i really have been enjoying it but everyone knows if you guys don't know the secrets of cod maps <laughs> there are three lanes I don't know if you got okay. I want you guys to go, go look at some COD maps if you get a chance and go look at how they're made. If you look at an aerial shot of all the COD maps, there's three lanes. You can go left side, middle, or right side. There's and that's pretty much it. It's not like, and this is why I said I love Counter Strike so much because Counter Strike has multiple different entrances to different places. So. You can go left, right, mid, and then underpass, you know, underpass. You can go, you know, pal, you know, on like maps like Mirage, you have Palace and Ramp and Connector and all this other stuff, right? There's callouts for all this stuff. In COD, it's literally, there's three, you know, alleyways to go. It's, it's left, middle, right. And that's usually it. There's very, you know, every, I mean, you can kind of jump from the right side to the middle a little bit, but it's like, 
is they're very common choke points, very common areas, and everyone knows where everybody camps after like playing the map for three times. You know where everybody camps at. You know where to look when you're sniping. That's why sni I will be honest with you guys. Sniping on, on Call of Duty has always been so easy because everyone knows where you are. Everyone knows where you are because you know where they're coming from. You know where the spawn points are. And they, I mean, that's just how it's been. Everyone complains about how, oh, he just spawned behind me. That's that's Call of Duty for you, man. It's never going to change. That's just how it is. But I'm irritated how they, they found in the files within like a month of Modern Warfare coming out. There were Modern Warfare 2 maps in the, in the uh, what's it called, data mining? Like, reworked Modern Warfare 2 maps. And Modern Warfare 2 was my jam, dude. Like, that was honestly my favorite Call of Duty ever. I mean, that's the first... If my buddy Chris is listening to this, just shut up, all right? But, <laughs> that's an inside joke, but that's the first Call of Duty I officially hit Master Prestige in. Like legit hit Master Prestige and I grinded that game. During that time, I was playing Modern Warfare 2 as soon as I got home from school, all the way until my parents went to bed. And um, uh, the where the Xbox was was right next to their room, so I couldn't play while they were sleeping because I I would get loud. I get I, I used to get in the cot a lot. So as soon as they got home or went to bed, I would go to my room and I would go to my computer and play WoW. And that's that was my high school. I mean, until I got involved in heavily involved in drugs and stuff like that. So no, that's an episode for another time. I'll go more in depth um, with that. But, um, but yeah, Call of Duty needs some work in multiplayer. They uh, Warzone looks pretty good, I will admit. But we just need a new map. The state of Call of Duty looks pretty good, in all honesty. I, I think the main thing they need to do, the number one thing should be an anti-cheat. Like how Fortnite has. Fortnite has a great anti-cheat. How many times... Uh, how many times do you see a hacker in Fortnite? I never... I've honestly... I can honestly say I don't think in the couple years I've been playing Fortnite off and on. I did play Fortnite for like two full seasons. Uh, I can honestly... I don't think I've ever ran into a hacker. I honestly don't think... Lies. I ran to one hacker in like season one, but he got banned mid game, which is actually pretty crazy. That was actually pretty crazy. So if like Call of Duty could like literally look into like an anti cheat that's like always running in the background. I mean, Valorant has one. Um, I don't know if Fortnite actually has something running in the background, but I forgot how it can detect it mid game. But it's like if if I don't think anyone would be would be opposed to it for COD if you had something running in the background. Now, the thing is, you're like, well, what about a console? Dude, I don't even think you can hack on a console. I mean, you probably can, but it's way different than doing it on a PC. So, I don't think that'd be an issue. As long as they get a, they got a, a full-on anti-cheat where it would 100% detect that stuff. Like, Face It. When I play Face It Counter-Strike, which is, I play, I, I pay for Face It to play Counter-Strike, so I don't have to deal with hackers and better servers. If they did something like that, it'd be in a way, way better state. Way better state. But I think that's the main thing they got to do is anti-cheat, anti-cheat, anti-cheat. But their future looks really good. Uh, get the metas right, get the bugs out of the game, everything. I think we're I think we're all good. Multiplayer's looking good. I've actually been enjoying playing multiplayer more than Warzone a little bit just because it just brings back the old school feeling of Call of Duty and how it's meant to be. But with that being said, I'm going to end it there. I'm going to end it there.
don't forget to send me any topics. You all you have to do is send me like a one word DM on any platform, whether it's Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, um, you know, it might you know have, add me on Discord, Gilded, anything like that. Just say, hey, I want to hear about blah blah blah, you know, and we, we'll make sure we get it done. I have a lot. Of, I have some extra time now. Uh, now that I'm off work right now to record some more episodes, I'm gonna have to get some more out there. Um, to cover the time while I'm trying to transition to Texas and all this other stuff. So send me all your topics that you can. Don't forget if you guys are on iTunes or another site that has a rating or a thumbs up like Pandora, iTunes, some of that, make sure you give us a rating. Make sure you give it a thumbs up. Uh, I'll never ask for a five star rating, but I greatly appreciate any honest rating. If there's any issue you guys have with the show, please let me know. I'll do my best to get better at it. You know, we are about over 20 episodes in, but we're still pretty new at this. We only do it for like two months, two and a half months. I and mean, there's still a lot of podcasting stuff I'm working on. I'm still trying to figure out the best way to get the podcast out there. I'm still trying to figure out the best way for, you know, to keep increasing the sound quality, which is one of my greatest um, compliments that you guys give me. I really appreciate it. So again, um, I don't know what the next episode is going to be. I do know, and I'm, I'm just saying this for a future. A lot of you guys have asked me to go in depth on my story of, um, I don't want to say suicide attempt, but my history with suicidal thoughts and stuff like that. And I will say that's, that is a story that I would love to put out the whole thing on a podcast. I used to have a YouTube video on it, um, but there's a lot that I left out on purpose because it's hard for me to talk about. Um, but I, I think I've gotten to the point now where I am in life, almost 30 years old, that I am comfortable actually doing a full on story of my teenage self <laughs> uh where i where i was at mentally what led me there and stuff like that so i will record that I, i'm planning on recording that so i'm just letting you guys know for the people that have asked i'm planning on recording that in one of the coming episodes uh but give me a little time to record that um i want to make sure it's done right i want to make sure that i don't miss anything this time i want to make sure that there's a full on understanding of everything that went on. So again, guys, I appreciate you guys. Thank you guys for all understanding the path that I'm taking right now. Thank you so much for the love, uh, when it comes to streaming and family life and all of their stuff. I appreciate the support system I have behind me. I'm not doing shout outs again. I already shouted you guys out in the, <laughs> in one of the previous episodes. I don't like doing names, but I appreciate you guys. You guys are the reason I continue to do this. Thank you so much for always supporting me throughout the, throughout the years. Uh, we'll be back next week. Have a great rest of your week. Stay blessed. Peace.